Before we dive into this episode, I want you to think about what it would feel like to have your dream clients begging to work with you. Your DMs are flooding with inquiries, emails are pouring in, and your past clients are sending over all of their friends to work with you. Trust me, babe, you've been putting in the work, investing in your education, and reaching new levels in your self-development and skills. I see you. But do your dream clients actually see you online? I have a handful of intuitive content coaching calls available and would love the opportunity to help you shine online. Check out kianamarie.com slash connect to learn more. Together, we work closely to generate a ton of content for your business, not just trends, but genuine content that feels true to you and your business. From my kitchen table to yours, we come up with a content plan flooded with behind the scenes clips, client experience, and upcoming events. You are a big deal, my love. We just need more people to know about you. Let's capture that twinkle in your eye and share your passions online. Your dream clients are just one scroll away from finding you. Let's connect with them. Find more details at kianamarie.com slash connect. I can't wait to see you shine online. Now let's get this party started. Welcome to Kiana Marie Weekly, a podcast for creatives who love to celebrate wins big or small by dancing in the kitchen, photographers who are excited to serve their clients, and friends who are ready to chase really, really big dreams. You can find all of the resources mentioned in this episode at kianamarie.com slash podcast. Join me as I share weekly motivation, chat about growing pains, finding genuine connections, and celebrating your wins through the lens of a photographer at heart. Come join me for a dance party. Ready? Let's go. Welcome to a brand new series called Amplify Your Weddings. I will be diving deep over the next couple of weeks, sharing tons of education for wedding photographers. Now, like I always say, all the education, key tips and tricks that I love sharing can absolutely be applied to any business. However, I cannot wait for these next couple of episodes to truly help you amplify your brand. If you're a photographer listening to this, like I see you. I see you, babe. You're killing it. Your images are absolutely beautiful. And maybe you're just feeling stuck. Maybe you're feeling like, why am I not booking these dream brides? Where is all this business coming from? How can I get seen by more people online? Well, that's what this whole series is for. Amplify Your Weddings. For this first episode called Amplify Your Weddings by Creating Magnetic Experiences, I will be jumping right on board to share tons of ideas that you can create little mini magnetic experiences on wedding days. All right, so let's dive right into Amplify Your Weddings by Creating Magnetic Experiences. Before we even get started, I have so much to share about this. I have to remind you that creating a magnetic experience in person actually starts online. So I'm kind of going to like skip around here. But before I can give you all these little tiny ways to super impress your clients and create these magnetic experiences in person, you have to absolutely have to have your booking and your emails and your onboarding and contracts on point. Okay. Stepping into that leadership role by being responsive and dependable and reliable is going to absolutely set you up for success. And I want you to think about that too, even just for yourself. If you have a friend that never returns text messages or is hard to get a hold of, I don't think that makes them any less of a friend, but maybe that makes you wonder, 
mm, I don't know, are they even going to show up when we go out with the girls tonight? Uh, can I plan a vacation with this person? Because they're not very responsive and who knows if they're going to respond right? So that relationship starts online. So as photographers and all small business owners, we have to remember that that reliability and dependability starts with emails. Okay. So let's just dive right in. Now that we already have a CRM, I use HoneyBook, which I cannot wait to introduce some incredible guest speakers coming up soon in the podcast, sharing all about your workflows and systems and how HoneyBook can help you stay totally, totally productive and create that experience for your clients. Um, Let's dive right into moments on a wedding day that will absolutely blow your clients away. Create these magnetic experiences in person that make people want to share about you online, share about you with their future referrals. And I'm a huge believer in not everyone is getting married. And I know that, but every single person knows at least one person planning a wedding. I guarantee it. So let's chat about all those different ways. So first and foremost, I'm going to just dive deep. I started making a list of this and then it kind of blended into each other. So if you're a list person, I'm sorry, it's going to feel like a run-on sentence, but uh, there's kind of key tips throughout the wedding day. And it absolutely starts with you getting a good night's sleep and arriving before your start time. Okay, this is really important because I know wedding season can be crazy. I know that a lot of us are juggling a lot of things, whether that be home life with small children at home or whatever the circumstance is. I get it. Sometimes we're not even just sleeping in general, but it's important to prioritize your nutrition, your water intake, and your sleep before a wedding day. Showing up to a wedding day looking like a hot mess and being tired with puffy eyes and just kind of like showing up with a bad attitude is absolutely going to set the tone for the day. And this includes what you're wearing, okay? So this kind of rolls into the next step, which is dressing to impress. Now, I'm not going to get too particular about this because I feel like every single business, every single person has their own personality and their style. And so I don't like making these blanket statements that you have to look like a business casual person at all. I mean, I know some incredible photographers that show up literally wearing Converse and holy jeans. And I mean, that works for them. Totally not my style, but I want to kind of keep this blanket statement open to share that when you show up, people are going to be judging you and they are going to have an opinion of you. So for example, I typically, I call myself a cartoon character because I typically wear just a black dress. It's usually about, I don't know what that length is called, but it's just below the knee and it has pockets, of course. So I can whip out my phone for behind the scenes clips. Um, But I try my hardest to look like help, look like someone who was there in a professional manner, but also feeling kind of nice so that if I was photobombed in the back of wedding portraits, I don't look like I'm just wearing khakis and a t-shirt. Right. So like I said, I'm not being judgy. You are welcome to wear whatever you want, but definitely dressing to impress and feeling good in your own skin and in your your clothing for the day absolutely sets the tone. Another way that you can create these magnetic experiences is by studying the timeline and feeling well prepared for checkpoints of the day. Okay. So I will, in an upcoming episode, we will be going really, really deep into timelines, helping you create a timeline for success for your couples. But I wanted to share this quick tidbit about actually studying that timeline for checkpoints. Now we absolutely do not have to have that timeline memorized. I'm not telling you to do that. 
But we should have notes on the timeline that we create for what time the guys should be getting ready or what time the bridesmaids should be leaving for the venue. If they're getting ready at a hotel, what time is the absolute latest that we should be hopping into the limo or the Uber or somebody's car to get to the next location? Let's say, for example, a bridesmaid is frantically running around and looks to you and asks, okay, what time should my mom be ready? This is the sister of the bride, right? And what time should mom be ready? Okay, so for you, I'm not anticipating that you need to have that memorized, but you should be able to quickly look at the timeline and give her an answer within 30 seconds, okay? Because she is looking at you for answers and by you elevating yourself as that expert, as someone who knows, is going to absolutely set you apart from anybody else. Okay. Like I said, you don't have to have this memorized, but just having a good game plan and these checkpoints is absolutely going to help them remember that you're there to help them. Okay. Another way um, to be super amazing and create these magnetic experiences is by being very proactive and helpful in the morning. So just as people are rushing up to you to answer timeline questions, they may be in a rush for scissors. Scissors are something that people are always searching for. I always keep a pair of scissors in my camera bag. I can't tell you how many times I have stepped up and I've actually curled bridesmaids' hairs on wedding days. I have sewn like pieces of the dress that have ripped. I have cut off pieces of the bridesmaids, like that loopy piece of fabric that you use for the hanger. I've actually cut that off and used that as a little locket tie around the bouquet. Okay. So I'm just sharing some kind of like wildfire extreme moments that could happen on wedding days that absolutely take you away from being the photographer in that moment, but it aligns you as being a helpful hand and someone that they can depend on throughout the day. Okay. I mean, at any given moment, I'm pouring champagne. Now, granted, I'm, I'm still doing my job. Okay. I want to, I want to paint the picture for you as a wedding photographer that I am still absolutely shooting the details and capturing fun stuff of the day and the getting ready details, location shots. Like I'm still doing my job. However, I'm also human. I also want to be that honorary bridesmaid or think of me as like that sister that or that cousin, maybe cousin that didn't make the cut for her wedding party. Um, but I'm there to help. Okay. So being really proactive, not just for your wedding party, but also vendors is going to help. Uh, once again, I can't tell you how many times I have helped a florist unload her flowers um, as she's setting up, or I've helped the videographer um, kind of get set up. I've set my details aside. I was done with my details, but I left them there so that the, between video and photo, we could have cohesive detail shots. Okay. So these are all just really simple examples of how I'm stepping above and beyond my photography duties to truly help make the day even better and run smoothly. This is another fun idea too. Um, I've noticed this trend a lot recently where a lot of the bridesmaids will request a first look with the bride or I've done toasts with groomsmen and I love adding that, like that next level. Okay, so I love, I'm an idea generator and I love creating memories that are worth photographing. So one thing I love to do, for example, with the groomsmen is when we're doing a toast, I'll ask maybe the father of the groom or an uncle, or I don't know, maybe one of the groomsmen that seems a little outgoing and outspoken. And I would ask them to give a toast. Okay. So it's super, super like on the fly. Um, but that is a great way to just once again, create a memory that your groom may not have been anticipating. Okay. 
Another way to create a magnetic experience is offering a parent's first look with each other. This is so fun because a lot of times parents, like they're in a hurry. They typically aren't even dressed at the right time, or maybe they get dressed too early and they feel kind of bored sitting around waiting for the next event of the day. But having a moment for parents to have a first look with just each other, I think is so cute. So we often do possibly a parent first look, whether it be the father of the bride before, you know, before we do the first look with the couple. Or sometimes the mom will do a first look as well, but doing it for each other is just, is just so cute. So I love incorporating that if we have time, of course. And then I also have in here slow dances and moments with the ring bearers and the flower girls. So I think it's so special when you see that little flower girl go from her little pajamas to her sweet little dress. Typically, um, not all of them, but most little flower girls are just so ecstatic to wear their tap tap shoes and to wear their little dresses for the day. And I love capturing little slow dances with her uncles or with her aunts. And same thing with ring bearers. Um, it's so fun if there's time to have the groom or maybe some of the uncles if they're in the wedding party to help the little ring bearer get ready. I just think it is just so adorable to see them tying their shoes and having these big burly men helping these little guys with their suspenders and their ties is just the cutest. And once again, these are moments that we are triggering, right? Like we're asking, hey, come over here in this light near this window and please do this for us. Okay. <laughs> so what they may think it's like a photo opt, but also you're creating a core memory for the wedding day and for these young little guys. Another moment similar to that are creating moments like clasping jewelry for grandmothers. So this is really sweet and not always limited to the girls getting ready spaces, but also the gentlemen too. Um, if they have corsages or they have stuff going on, especially with like grandpas, I love having the groom offer to help him clasp a watch, you know, maybe adjust his tie, things like that. Once again, we are coming at them with the camera in their face, but at the end of the day, they have those moments to think about. All right. I'm still rolling. There's a lot more guys. Okay. Sorry if this sounds like a run-on sentence. <laughs> um, but another um, time that you can create magnetic experiences is like during the first look is capturing if they do a vow exchange or gift exchange. This is a really great time for your couples to exchange letters, to read little love notes to each other. Or if your couple is kind of like, mm, that's not really our style or, oh my gosh, I don't have time to find the words. Um, I've even offered a like, sweet little slow dance with the couple during during the first look. And this is a really sweet moment to just truly embrace each other. And once again, you're creating core memories that have nothing to do with the photos. We just happen to be taking pictures of that moment. All right, as guests are starting to arrive, this is what I call the cruise ship welcome photos or often identified as prom photos <laughs> um, for young couples and families as they arrive. So I don't know if you've ever been on a cruise before, but typically, and it's funny, I I think it's honestly for security reasons. So they have an actual photo of every single human that enters the boat. That's like where my safety brain comes on. Um, but on cruise ships, usually when you walk in, there's like a little backdrop and it's it's cute. It's like a generic welcome to and it has like the boat name on it or the ship name and everyone gets a photo. So I love implementing this same strategy for wedding days. So it's typically not myself. It will be a second shooter or an assistant for the day, but I love having them set up in one specific area 
typically near the parking lot or at the entrance of the venue where as guests start arriving, they get those prom photos and they love it. They absolutely love it. Everyone is looking good. Everyone is dressing up. And especially this post-quarantine time when celebrations are really kicking back up again, some of these people haven't even worn high heels or put on mascara in literally two years. So they absolutely feel their best and they want to be photographed. So that's a great way to also create those magnetic experiences. Okay, so also helping vendors, capturing behind the scenes for them as the magic is absolutely unfolding before your eyes. So as the altar turns from this kind of like shovel flower mishap situation to all of a sudden like before your eyes, it turns into this gorgeous, gorgeous arbor and backdrop. Um, I absolutely love capturing those behind the scenes photos and of course, video clips too for vendors and absolutely offering a hand if they need a, you know, a bucket of water to be dragged across the ceremony space, get it out of there. Um, I love offering a hand. And then of course, this is another great time to um, stick to the timeline and gently push people along. So if that means helping to wrangle guests, if they're kind of taking their time to be seated, maybe they don't want to sit in the sun quite yet. They're waiting for the last possible second to be seated for the ceremony, whatever it may be. Uh, Maybe that is getting the bridesmaids to get it together and put their shoes on and put their little final lipstick touches on um, their touch-ups. That is a time to gently push things along and get ready for the ceremony. And this is where I love to mention, let's do a mood check. Okay. At this time, things may be going crazy. Uh, We may be running five to 10 minutes behind. Um, Some of the bridesmaids may be across the venue and not where they need to be to be lined up. Uh, Maybe there's a VIP um, parent or grandparent that hit some traffic and isn't ready where they got to be. Okay. This is where you absolutely need to do a mood check because if things are chaotic and crazy around you and you have this anxiety and you're stressed and you're freaking out about the timeline, That just makes things worse, babe. Okay. So like, this is where your vibe should be relaxed, ready to roll with the punches. And remember at the end of the day, your job is to capture the magic. Okay. Don't be a psycho. Okay. (laughs) Don't add to the stress. Don't run around with your timeline and being crazy about things and being pushy. Like, I know that we have our own agenda for the types of photos that we want to create and that we want to be the biggest advocate and basically cheerleader for our couples on their wedding day. But if you're crazy and feeling full of anxiety, like people are going to read that. Let's, let's not do that. Okay. Let's move right into the ceremony. During the actual ceremony, while you're photographing, please be mindful of other guests during the ceremony. At the end of the day, I say this often, but truly, The ceremony is the reason why we're all here. It's like, yes, we're here to party. Yes, we're here to celebrate. And yes, we're here to have an incredible time. However, a marriage truly is celebrated with the ceremony. Okay. So this is when wedding guests are going to want to see, they're going to want to participate. And I just highly encourage you to keep your feet moving during the ceremony. Do not just like stand up like a tree in the middle of the aisle or right in front of one of the parents. Um, I get it. We need to move around. We need to be there to capture the ring shots. We need to be there to capture the kiss and other readings and just kind of wiggle around the ceremony. And I'm a huge advocate for kind of being like light on your feet and just flying around the space and capturing all the angles, but don't be annoying and be disruptive. Okay. Um, That is a way that you can create one of those magnetic experiences by showcasing that you are on your feet, always on the go, but also not totally blocking someone's view for the entire ceremony. 
So that's being on the move. Okay, the next key tip um, is, so of course, I love to kind of preface how important it is to have a list for your family formals and portraits after the ceremony. But sometimes it just doesn't happen, um, which I... I roll with the punches and I'm totally okay with that. For me, as long as the right VIPs and the correct family members are where they need to be, whether that's at the altar or at a certain location for family portraits, as long as the right people are there, I can move fast and move quickly, okay? But I challenge you to be very mindful prior to understanding the family drama, familiarize yourself if any of the parents or, rec- or grandparents have recently passed away. We don't need to know all the tea, okay? We don't have to like know all of the family drama um, about the family. Like there could be recent divorces or parents that maybe have not talked to each other for years and are, you know, coming together for the first time. I get it. Like I love asking those questions just so I know, so I can help kind of make things as comfortable as possible during this time. But I just absolutely have to mention how important it is to understand what family members are not there. So it's just as important to know who's there, who's on your list, who's at the cocktail bar, who's in the restroom and who's not where they're supposed to be. But I also highly encourage you to do just a little bit of digging to find out what parents and grandparents are in heaven or are no longer with us because I absolutely just cringe. Like it makes my heart hurt at the thought of any of us yelling out for the bride's, um, you know, mother when she has recently passed. Okay. It's just heartbreaking and we don't want to ever put ourselves in situations. Now, of course things happen and we can roll it off our shoulders. And I mean, there are little ways to kind of dance around this if things do get shouted or, you know, misinterpreted, but at the end of the day, it is absolutely our job to make this time feel seamless and absolutely like well taken care of. Okay. Like thoughtful about it. Okay. During this time too, this is a great time for your second shooter to grab a couple signature drinks. So I will typically send out my assistant to go photograph all the fun stuff happening during cocktail hour. Definitely photograph the food. I don't always get to eat the food um, during the appetizers and during cocktail hour, which is a total bummer because my couples always pick super delicious food. Um, but that's okay. So I always ask my second shooter to go definitely grab photos of the food, of their signature drinks, and to also grab a drink for the couple. Okay. Like I love incorporating those photos, of course, but making sure that they're top priority. So they get to sip, um, in between photos is important. And of course, continuing to grab those family photos and couples or prom photos during cocktail hour. My assistant is on lock to do that as well. Now, rolling right into the slow dances during sunset portraits. Sunset portraits to me can be so magical and so heartfelt and just so dreamy. Like I am obsessed with sunset portraits. Now, depending on the time of day um, or even the clouds or the weather that day, we may not actually get those super like orangey glow images. And that's totally fine. What's more important to me is making sure that my couples truly feel the love and just like feel romantic in that moment with each other. I want them to look back at those images and think, oh my gosh, look at how in love we were and not think, gosh, Kiana or our photographer was just so talented. (laughs) Like, I don't know. Like, I know that sounds silly, but it's true. Like I never want anybody to look back at my photos and think I was an incredible artist. I want it to be about them. Um, I don't want to be a third person in their photographs. I want them to only see each other and only see that love swirling around them. So a couple prompts that I love to ask them, or I love to have my couples whisper three reasons why they got married that day. 
and why they love each other. Or another one that kind of gets a little fun and a little giggly are three things that they're looking forward to on their honeymoon. Now, once again, I'm asking these prompts of them and then I'm stepping back like farther away so I can capture that. I'm not like up in their face, zooming over their shoulders as they're whispering these things to each other. Typically, I don't even hear it. And I tell them that too. I do. Um, sometimes I'll hear some things or I hear those giggles or their cheeks get a little flush, which I think is so cute. Um, but once again, I am such a like such a stickler for photos and how people feel in that moment. Um, so for example, if they are loving on each other and sharing these sweet things that they love about each other, I don't want them to ever go back and have one of my brides think, oh, like my arm looks really fat in that photo or, oh my gosh, I'm laughing so hard. Look at my double chin. I look so stupid. I don't ever, ever want her or anyone to feel that. Instead, I want them to look past those flaws that they only see in themselves and to think, oh my gosh, like, remember that? Remember what you told me? Remember what you said you were going to do to me on the honeymoon? Like, I remember that. (laughs) Okay. So we don't have to get into details, but That's a perfect example of how I am pushing that love and creating those magnetic experiences in person. Okay. Key tip two, this is a little sneaky, sneaky. I always try to include a Polaroid, um, like my actual Polaroid camera to photograph little snippets throughout the day, typically like one during the ceremony if I can. um, And then a couple of course during their dreamy sunset portraits. This is a great way to just slip them into the pocket um, out on the way out and just say, Hey, love you so much. Thank you for an incredible day. And typically there's tons of people like swirling them and saying their goodbyes. And so it's almost like a little mini commercial for yourself as you're walking out the door, people are talking about you. Okay. Hopefully in the best way. And another couple key tips about um, like reception time is offering photos to the wedding party. Okay. So this is important because oftentimes when my second shooter is taking photos of like, I call those the prom photos or even the beginning of the ceremony when they first walk up for those cruise ship pictures, right? Um, The wedding party and their dates typically don't even get that opportunity. So I always try to ask my wedding party, Hey, if your boo is here, your significant other or your hot date is here um, and you'd like to get some prom photos, let's meet up during the reception. I would absolutely love to capture those for you. Okay. Family, group shots, guests, cousins, coworkers, just keep shooting. Okay. Because the more you can ask for those photos, people are once again, going to just be so grateful for you and think, gosh, your photographer is so awesome. Like they just captured it all. All right. And then to wrap up, I can go on and on about all these little magnetic experiences, but in all, just always, always try to remain calm. Okay, babe, know your gear, have the confidence in yourself as a photographer, but at the end of the day, just be helpful and be kind and super proactive. The more easygoing and like everyone's personality is different. And I understand that, but truly the more easygoing you can be by still being assertive in a way to help your clients create the most magnificent wedding experience ever, the more value you're going to add to their day. You're going to share your own expertise. You're going to troubleshoot things when they need help and put out some fires. You're there to help. And you're truly just adding to their day. If if you could take your photos, if you can take your camera away from you on that wedding day, how are you showing up? as a helpful person on their wedding day, because truly that's what they're going to remember. Like, yes, I feel like a lot of us stand behind our images and we let our images speak for themselves and say, how could you not hire me? Look how beautiful these images are. 
but I'm sorry, babe. We are in a cutthroat world where so many people want to be photographers and I'm I'm cheering them on. I'm educating them to do that, to step into their power, but it truly boils down to you, your love and your personality. So today's episode is brought to you by the Kiana Marie shop. I have a whole greenhouse and resource garden created and designated for you as a small business owner and photographer. So hop on over to kianamarie.com slash shop to learn all about more resources and all the fun things I have to offer about getting your business to just be amplified, whether you are a wedding photographer, a seasonal photographer offering different types of photography and small business dream chasers. Okay. It is for you. So stay tuned. The next episode coming up next week will be all about amplifying your weddings with the perfect timeline. So I'll be diving deeper into helping you as a photographer, create a perfect timeline for your couples. Stay tuned. And I cannot wait to chat soon. That's a wrap on another episode of Kiana Marie Weekly. Thank you so much for your listenership and support. You can find the resources and show notes for this episode and more at kianamarie.com slash podcast. I'd be honored if you'd show your support by leaving a review and rating on your favorite podcast app. Until next time, keep on dancing.